This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 1059, What is the Value of an Hour? And I Would Rather Sound Stupid, by Mark Chernoff of markandangel.com, and I'm your very own personal narrator, Justin Mollick, reading to you from some amazing blogs, the best blogs on the planet. I have two posts today coming from Mark of Mark and Angel, so let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. What is the Value of an Hour? by Mark Chernoff of markandangel.com. It was almost midnight on an idle Tuesday and the hospital hallways were unusually calm. I had just finished reading an old issue of Sports Illustrated from cover to cover. Waiting sucks, I thought to myself. Why didn't I bring a book? As I sat quietly with my eyes closed, I could vaguely hear the soft mumbles of a verbal plea going on in the hospital room beside me. You've kept him waiting long enough. My grandson is here. Oh, please, let him in. More mumbling. Please, please, nurse, bring him to me. A moment later, the nurse stormed out of the room and looked startled to see me waiting in the hall. Oh, you're here, he yelped. I'm sorry, I'm a hospice nurse and I've only been watching over your grandmother for the last 24 hours. She insisted that you were coming to visit her last night too, so she had me scouring the hospital halls looking for you to no avail. When she told me you were coming again this evening, I assumed her dementia was getting the best of her. Well, I, he interrupted me, but I'm really glad you're here. I think she's been holding on just so she could say goodbye to you. It's actually miraculous that she's still able to speak because her body is rapidly shutting down on her. The doctor gave her 24 hours to live about 24 hours ago. Jeez, that's, he interrupted again. Sir, once more, I'm truly sorry. I had no idea you were out here waiting. Please follow me. I stood up and the nurse guided me into the room. Your grandson is here, he announced from the doorway. The old woman's eyes lit up. Oh, grace, oh, joy. She looked right at me and smiled with all the might she had left in her weak body. I knew you'd come. I sat down at her bedside and placed my hand over hers, interlocking our fingers and squeezing ever so slightly in an attempt to show affection. She squeezed back and tried to speak again, but she was too exhausted. Instead, she stared directly into my eyes and held her smile for several minutes as we continued to hold hands. Finally, she closed her eyes and rested. For nearly an hour, I didn't move. I sat there in silence as she maintained a soft grip on my hand. Then slowly, her grip loosened and her breathing slowed. For a moment, I thought she was falling into a deeper sleep but then her breathing stopped altogether. I let go of her lifeless hand and used the emergency call button to summon the nurse. The nurse hustled in, covered the body with a white sheet, recorded a few notes on his clipboard, and then began to offer his condolences. I'm really sorry for your loss, he said. Have you made any funeral arrangements? I don't even know her name, I replied. What do you mean, he asked. She's your grandmother. No, she's not, I assured him. Prior to stepping foot in this room, I had never met her before in my life. I'm here at the hospital waiting for my roommate who needs a few stitches on his chin. He looked confused. I don't understand. If you don't know her, then why didn't you say so? And why did you sit beside her for the last hour? I smiled. Well, I knew immediately that she wasn't my grandmother. But when you informed me of her life expectancy, I also knew that her real grandson wasn't going to make it in time. So curiosity got the best of me and I followed you into the room. Then when she saw me and smiled, I realized her vision was so bad that she actually thought I was her grandson. And knowing how desperate she was to see him, 
I decided to play the part and spend the hour with her. We determine the value of every hour. Our lives are measured by the value we provide to others. This value arises from the things we spend our time doing. And since time is quantified in hours, the value of our lives is equivalent to the sum of every hour we spend. Opportunities to provide value are everywhere. Some of them are anticipated while others blindside us at midnight on an idle Tuesday. Whether or not we choose to acknowledge these opportunities is up to us. And I have another post from Mark in just a sec, but first, thank you to BarkBox for their support. BarkBox knows you love your dog like family, and they send you a monthly delivery right to your door with innovative toys, all-natural treats, and more. I got to try it. Unboxing the monthly gift was like a party for both me and my dog. They have really fun themes, and it changes each month, like Churassic Bark, Space Squirrels, and the good, the bad, and the pugly, for example. They keep it fresh and always entertaining. And the treats are made in the US and Canada without corn, soy, or wheat. And they even accommodate special needs, like if you have a heavy chewer on your hands or if allergies are involved. It's a $40 value starting at only $20 a month. Plus, if your dog doesn't love something, they'll replace it for free, no questions asked. Celebrate your dog with BarkBox. It's like the joy of a million belly scratches delivered directly to your door. And for a free extra month of BarkBox, visit BarkBox.com slash old when you subscribe to a six or 12 month plan. That's B-A-R-K-B-O-X dot com slash O-L-D. I Would Rather Sound Stupid by Mark Chernoff of MarkAndAngel.com. Magic Happens. I've always believed in the beauty of a great journey, discovering new places, seeking life experiences, fostering relationships, and pursuing my dreams. In fact, it's all I've ever really wanted to do. I just wanna believe in something that's worth believing in and then pursue it with every facet of my being. Such journeys I've found are best when we share them with others who, like me, are crazy enough to assume that our wildest dreams are just a brief distance away from reality. These are the folks who realize that impossible is simply a mindset, something we get when we haven't trained our minds and our hearts to see past the systems that currently exist to ones that don't yet exist. Because when our minds and our hearts and our hands work together, magic happens. Fear. And only one thing has ever prevented me from making this magic happen more often. Fear. Being afraid of what others might think. Afraid of the repercussions of putting my crazy ideas out there for the world to see and judge. Afraid to let go of my comfort zone and just go for it. Because what if I fail? What if? What if? Now, in most situations, fear no longer stands in my way. But that doesn't mean it doesn't exist. It most certainly does. I've just learned to curb my fears and adapt to change a bit more proficiently than I used to. But I still feel the nerves of fear sneak up on me. And the more important something or someone is to me, the more nervous I get, the more I stumble over my words, and the more I sound like an incoherent fool. A few years ago, when I began talking to my friends and family about my goal to write and start the blog that would eventually become Mark and Angel Hack Life, I mostly got half smiles, nods, and quizzical facial reactions. And when I tried to say anything meaningful to Angel when we first met back in September of 2000, 
She would often laugh at me because she literally found herself trying to decode my jumbled, shaky sentences. Clarity. One of the most remarkable things about our lives is that clarity and progression occur with enduring love, passion, and patience. This blog is now an easy topic for me to talk about, and now it's even easy for others to talk about, including my friends and family. And although it may take her a second or two, Angel now gets the gist of my jumbled, shaky sentences almost immediately. And that makes me smile, because I wanna continue to evolve and grow with the people and dreams that inspire me. After all, I only have one shot, like we all do, to make this life meaningful. And I know for sure, after coping with my fears on numerous journeys, that I would rather sound stupid than be stupid and take no action at all. You just listened to the posts titled, What is the Value of an Hour? And I Would Rather Sound Stupid by Mark Chernoff of markandangel.com. That'll do it for today. I'll keep this ending nice and short for you. I'll be back tomorrow with another post. I'll see you there in the Minimalist Monday show where your optimal life awaits.